Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked. And today, my guest is Fat Trophy Wife, an Alaska-based rapper, and according to the Alaska Hip Hop and R&B Awards, the female rapper of the year. And that says a lot when you consider we have ladies like Stevie the Blessed and Duchess Merlot, among quite a few other really dope ladies rocking the mic. She was supposed to be on tour right now with the Ladies First Tour, the very first Alaskan hip-hop tour featuring an all-female lineup. And as soon as all of this COVID-19 coronavirus mess gets cleaned up, we are going to make this tour happen again. It has to happen. There's there's no other reason for there's no reason for it to not to happen. It's a good tour. Steve the Blessed, Fat Trophy Wife, quite a few uh, more female MCs hitting the road doing the damn thing. That being said, we do have Alaska Red and Mad Angler hitting the road this summer for their Mad Angling Fishing Tour. It's just rapping and fishing and fishing and rapping. But that'll be going on this summer. They'll be hitting the Peninsula for Dipnet Weekend. We've got the Alaska Dipnet Hip Hop Festival coming, and that is going on Dipnet Weekend. We'll give you uh, we'll give you a whole lineup of who else is going to be performing, as well as what else is happening the weekend of Dipnetting. Because there's a lot going on. There's the rugby tournament. There's the Dipnet Hip Hop Festival, and then there's actual Dipnetting. And this festival is for you who are coming in from out of town and going fishing, something for you to do on us, just to, just to show some love, just put together a really cool place for you to listen to some really, really cool hip-hop music while you're down here fishing, because we want you down here fishing. I want you down here fishing. I want to see your beautiful face down here. All right, now before we get into the conversation and the interview with Fat Trophy Wife, I've got a rundown list of uh, supporters. So first off the bat, Iron Asylum located at 35165 KB Drive in Soldatna. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook as well as their website, theironasylumgymak.com. They carry supplements, they have treadmills, kettlebells, squat racks, dumbbells, barbells, and much much more. If you're looking for comfortable clothes as well, they've got Loved AK, which is a line as well as a store that is located inside of Iron Asylum. They've got, what do they call it, loungewear, loungewear, whatever. The combo is of gym wear and loungewear. Like, you don't have to get you know, change to go from the couch to the gym. You can just wear the same thing and be comfortable the whole time. Anyway, for more information on that, call 907-953-4720 for more information. Also, Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the makers of fine concentrates, the brewmeisters behind Hashade, and the farmers behind their very own flower. They also carry a whole bunch of products and flour. They carry flour from Bob's Morning Bear, Warner Brothers, Great Land Ganja, Frozen North Farms, and Third States. I've not tried their stuff, but I'm sure I'll get there. They also carry medibles from Lady Grey, Fireweed Extracts, Creative Confections, and many more. Actually, Fireweed Extracts is an extract company, but Creative Confections is their uh, medibles, edibles company. So uh, Creative Confections, shout out, they make good candy. And Fireweed Extracts, they make some really good turp sauce. There you go. Be sure to check out their website, redbruncannabiscompany.com, for more information as well as weed maps for their current menu. 
All right, also want to give a solid shout out to 5150, located in the heart of Soldatna. They are your home for flavored nicotine juices, mods, shatter batter, and many, many, many cool things, including uh, CBD, vapable CBD, from companies like Naked and Blue Label, both American companies. So, boom. All right, now very, very solid shout out as well as good community information. And what is this if not a place to get good community information providing you live on the Kenai Peninsula? However, if you live in Anchorage or you are one of our really super duper awesome international listeners, this next announcement has even less to do for you than the Iron Asylum or uh, the, the next uh, supporter that I'm going to get to. You know, they got nothing to do with you because you're not going to be here. However, if you live in Anchorage, Red Run, totally for you. Uh, Monday through Friday at the Soldatna Creek Park, Jiu-Jitsu in the Park. Taught by Coach Jason of Mountain Jiu-Jitsu slash Bang Muay Thai, Soldatna slash AK-49 Combat Sports. Now, because of social distancing, it's recommended that you bring your own grappling partner. I'm bringing my kids. You can bring your wife or your girlfriend or your husband or your boyfriend or both of them or all of them and make it interesting for everyone. That's kicking off at 2 p.m. So bring your family, get out of the house and learn to choke a loved one. All right, our next supporter and our last supporter before we go into the show notes, the Schnitzel Bomber, located on the corner of K Beach and Poppy, rated 5 out of 5 on Facebook. And according to Yelp, the last time I checked, which is never, they are the very best restaurant ever in the history of Yelp reviewing, I'm sure. I don't have time to look into it, but I'm sure you do. Let me know if I'm wrong. I'm probably not. All right, the special this week, well, I came out wrong. It's a pineapple rum teriyaki dunked pork schnitzel with fermented chili mayo. Say that again. Pineapple rum teriyaki dunked pork schnitzel with fermented chili mayo. I had it yesterday. I had a little bit of it yesterday. My wife ate most of it. I had, you know, like, I had some tater tots. Those were awesome. But the fermented chili mayo was really, really good. This is not like that other fermented chili mayo that you can buy at the store. By the way, I don't think you can buy fermented chili mayo at the store. But if you could, why would you want to? It sounds disgusting. However, from the Schnitzel Bomber, it is not. It is doggone delicious. All right. The Schnitzel Bomber is open Tuesday through Saturday, 1130 to 8 p.m. On some unrelated yet related show notes, be sure to check out the show notes for the full lineup of Alaska Red's YouTube page. Remember, today is Freestyle Friday, so there will be a new freestyle dropping at around 6 p.m. That is about eh, like three or four hours from the time that this posts. I'm not really good with math. Um, also, Monday Leak comes out every Monday. He's got a new song dropping. This week was the 420-inspired Reefer Man. Also, Alaska Hip Hop is still a thing. AlaskaHipHop.com. Be sure to check out Jay Reader, Mad Angler, Fat Trophy, Wife, and many, many more across the streaming platforms. Now, in the show notes, I've included links to Trophy Wife's page, Jay Reader's page, Mad Angler's page, as well as his battles against Heat and Jacob Jumpoff. Now, if you at home have any recommendations for the upcoming streaming service and chill podcast, by all means, send me an email at wokeandbakepodcast at gmail.com or just go to the Instagram page and leave a note in the comments as well as who you think I should talk to. Or if you'd like to come on the podcast, we can do a whole lot with Zoom. If you are on the other side of the world and you'd like to be on Woke and Baked or streaming service and chill, by all means. Hit me up. Also, be sure to check out streamingserviceandchill.com. That is up now. We've got a, at least a blog running. 
All right, man. Give me a give me a shout. Podcast at gmail.com. Ladies, gents, others, that trophy wife. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning, A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Red Run Cannabis Company, License 3A10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 4A10052. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 5A19372. 5455 Kenai Spur Highway, 12156 Kenai Spur Highway, Kenai, Alaska, 99611. I'm doing good. How are you, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, uh, I'm at the studio. It's good to be essential. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. How are you doing? How are you holding up quarantining and all this good stuff? Um, I'm doing good. I've just been chilling at home uh, with my son. He's five, so we've just been hanging out playing video games trying to get outside a little bit nothing too crazy all right very cool very cool any any particular game you guys are having fun uh playing um so he is a big fan of um the legos like the lego world game okay so i end up playing that quite a bit with him and as you should as you should (laughs) It gets a little boring, but you know, you know how it is. I do. I absolutely do know <laughs> how it is. Um, so let's let's hop right into it. Let's let's get into uh, music. Your, your newest single, uh, "Like a Pro," just dropped right around the time of the Rona. A- any coincidence? Oh uh, no, <laughs> not at all. Okay. All right. This wasn't like some like shitty marketing plan. Uh no, I just. I got it done and I, I finally got it back and I was like, I just need to drop this, which is usually what I do because I can't wait. <laughs> I'm too impatient. As soon as I get it, I'm like, okay, I want I want to I want to release it, release this right now. So there and wasn't really too much thought or process behind it. And that's how we got the coronavirus, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> exactly. Um so so what makes this song special to you? Um I, I honestly I feel like being being uh, a fat person, <laughs> especially in America, um, you are just generally seen as not being a sexual person, and so I kind of wanted to challenge that, um, and just kind of put my own twist on it, and I felt like that came out really well with like a pro, and it was perceived and are not perceived it was received really well so i was excited about it uh it, it was definitely a, a, something i hadn't ever done before hey baby but um i had a lot of fun with it and the video came out really cool i went and shot that with easy visions in anchorage um, shout out to easy visions yeah i love working with her uh in asia they're just awesome they always they always keep me in the right state of mind um 
I, I have anxiety, so I tend to get anxious really easy, but it's really easy for me to work with them because that just doesn't happen. So um, it's always a good time. All right, so she's uh, Stevie Scorsese from here on out. Um, okay. So here's uh, – I'm sorry, what was the last thing you said, man? Um, I was so, just so, talking okay. about like a pro, the video, the, and then the video that I did for that. But then you, you, you said something, and I, I accidentally cut you off. Oh, I, I don't even remember. <laughs> All right. Um, so then here's, here's kind of like a, like a Tim Barriss question. How, what is the difference between a professional and an amateur to you professionally in any field? Specifically, as, as an artist, how do you define making the step um, forward from uh, amateur to professional? Um, I mean, a lot of that honestly has to do with its opinion. You know what I mean? Um, but to me, as far as music goes and how, how I kind of felt and how I determine if I feel like my music is in the right place is just the quality of how it sounds. Um, if it sounds like a professional song, um, you know, if the levels are right, if it's been mixed and mastered, all of that fun stuff um, that makes the record, uh, I don't know, that just kind of completes it and makes it full and sound correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, adds value to it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, it makes, it makes perfect sense. Um, all right. So what do you have coming up? I mean, like we... You were supposed to be on tour right now. Like you were supposed to be. <laughs> I know, right? We we're supposed to be on the ladies' first tour. Not like we, but you were supposed to be on there uh, with several other artists. Like, do you have, um, you know, like what else? Is, what's going on in the interim? Are you making any music? Um, you know, I honestly haven't really made any new music. I have a couple things that I'm kind of in the middle of working on, um, but. I feel, I mean, honestly, the, the whole coronavirus, it really fucks with my mindset. And I tend to get stressed out really easy. So when all of that was really, especially first starting, um, I kind of just went into hibernation and have kind of recently started to come back out of that. But uh, I'm just trying to, like, stay safe. And I don't get a lot of time to hang out with my son inter in uninterrupted, so... I'm just trying to take advantage of that as much as possible. I know there'll be plenty of time to make music, especially when I'm feeling more like myself. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I get, it's just a, it's a tricky, a tricky mindset like problem for me. Because I can get in the wrong mindset and then just not feel creative or not feel motivated. Um, so that's kind of where... I'm not with that. <laughs> no, no, that's a that's a perfectly honest, perfectly real answer. Um, there's no there's no right or wrong answer. I think that when it comes to how people have dealt with the last two or three weeks, last four weeks, and how we're going to deal with the, the few weeks going forward, um, you know, like people people deal with things the way they're going to deal with things. Um, and I mean, if we're being 100 percent real here, uh, rapper out of New York, Fred the Godson, just passed away. Uh, from uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 um, related illnesses. You know, like he's, 
this has just happened today. So like these, these things are happening. Like we are losing real people. And so like, there's no, there's no way to not address the anxieties that, that people have regarding one thing or another. Right. So, you know, you're hanging out with your son and, and doing mom stuff. Like that's totally cool. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a, that's what you're supposed to be doing. He needs, he needs you. Like he doesn't need you to rap right now. Like you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Uh, you- I just, I've gotten so, not, not even so much people being like, what are you working on? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, uh, I'm just kicking it right now. <laughs> you know, I'm just chilling. Trying Fucking to get, with some Legos. Yeah. Trying to get by from day to day. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Um, so are you are you doing any streaming services? Because I have to I have to plug the new podcast streaming service and chill. Um, I got to ask you, what are you are, are you watching anything on any of the streaming services? Um, I'm not watching a lot of TV to be honest. Um, uh, I just finished watching a new series. I think it's called. 20-Minute Horror Stories. Okay. Where is this found? Uh, It's on Netflix. Okay. 20-Minute Horror Stories? Yeah. I think it kind of reminds me, my favorite show is Black Mirror, and it reminds me a little bit of that. So uh, I would would check that out. I like it because, like I said, like the episodes are real quick, so you can kind of squeeze them in at any time. Okay. Like short attention span theater. I like it. Yeah. All right. Um, what about this show uh, that you uh, is it that you like the most aside from Twenty Minutes that, that, that they're short? What do what now? What aside from the, the uh, as, well, aside from the episodes from the episodes being short, what is the thing that you like the most about this show? Oh, um, so each episode is completely different. There's different characters and there's a different storyline. Um, and I like that. I feel like that's something that has been done more like in the UK and not as much here. And it's starting to pick up more here. Um, and so I like that. I think that's cool. It's a cool concept. And also like sometimes I, I do have a hard time paying attention. So when things get boring, sometimes I just tune out or I'll get on my phone. But because they're so short, um, it's not very hard to keep my attention span. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, good. Are you listening to any music right now, or is that on the back burner as well? Um, it's not that I'm not listening to music. I'm listening to a little bit of music. I'm not leaving the house very much. So one thing about me is 90% of the time, if not more, when I listen to music, it's in the car. Um, and since I've been home, I haven't been listening to as much. Um, I've checked out, like, a few different projects that people have dropped, um, but nothing crazy. Uh, I don't really, like, I don't let my kids listen to anything with swearing or anything too, like, violent or wild, so. Um, so not the new West Side Gun, gotcha. <laughs> so it makes it tricky to listen to stuff when, I, when I'm home with him all day, you feel me? But, I, um, I like nobody's business, I understand <laughs> It's, so, um, re- real words as a parent have not been spoken. Uh, <laughs> more re- it's uh, that's, 
that's absolutely 100% true. So I like I have to find stuff that like or instrumental rap is not, is something that that I've I've been digging into hard over the last couple of years um because it's you know, I can listen to it and it's the same sort of uh fluid that gets the brain rolling. But yeah, it's I I'm absolutely limited uh, by like picking my kids up from school or right, or exactly. whatever whatever, you know. It's like I can't necessarily put on like the new Ari the Rugged Man for my little girl. I don't think she I don't think she'd appreciate a, a little bit of Griselda in her life. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Well and um, like I don't know, I just I I feel like that's such a like old school concept nowadays, like not let, letting your kid listen to stuff with swearing. And it's not that I am completely opposed to it, but he's just too young right now and too young to like understand the message and the concept behind a lot of that music. So I just might as, you know what I mean? I just, yeah. it's weird to just not let him listen to it, listen to it and not have to try to explain it. Yeah. I mean, well, I, my kids are a varying age. So I've got, um, you know, I've got the, uh, you know, like the eight ish to, you know, like 14, almost 15 ish. And, okay. uh, and so, yeah, it, 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 it bounces around a lot. Um, like right. as far as what I can play and what I can't play, but, um, yeah. And the problem with the radio is it's just so monotonous. Yeah. Um, so well, it's just so repetitive. Yeah, it's so repetitive. Um, so I end up with instrumental rap or like talk radio with my kids in the car. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I I like so. I, that's one thing I like about Spotify is like there's the different playlists and stuff, and so I like other stuff too. So sometimes I'll put on. Um, like, I like old country music, and sometimes I'll put that on with my kids in the car. Or, like, I have, like, a 90s playlist that I like as well. So I kind of will shuffle between those two because it's still stuff that I really enjoy, um, but I don't mind him listening to. So when you say old country, what do you mean? When I say old country, what do I mean? Oh. Now, I feel like I just have to pl- pull up the playlist. Hold on. I mean, you can pull out the playlist. That's the no one. No one's going to judge you for pulling out a playlist. Uh, well, it's my own playlist. It's my own playlist. A, all right. I'm excited to hear it. If you share it, if you if you send me the link, I'll put it in the description of the podcast, so people, <laughs> other people can can judge you on what you're listening to. I'm not. I'm not here to judge. Whole bunch of tricky uh-huh. year would. I have. Uh, Randy Travis, Alan Jackson, okay. Don Rio on there, uh, stuff like that. You know, Randy's Randy Travis might as well be like the new Randy Savage. So bless, rest in peace, the late great Randy Savage. Um, do you, how much do you know about Randy Travis? Uh, honestly, nothing at all. <laughs> he got a naked DUI. <laughs> he got a naked what DUI. He's he, now he's he's probably in his fifties or sixties. Then he was only in his forties. Um, okay. He was a young man. Um, <laughs> so so within a month of that, either before or after, and I'm not at the computer, so I can't like pull it up exactly. But he got into a fight with his girlfriend's husband at the church where they were picking up a kid. Oh my so, like God. one of those parent changeovers. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. And your mom's and your mom's getting uh, your your mom's new boyfriend is. It's Randy Travis, and he's taking a swing at your dad. This oh is great. God. Randy oh. Travis, the the man that did three wooden crosses, decided your mom <laughs> was good enough to go to jail for. Right. So I, I love Randy Travis. I have a great deal of uh, of love and respect for Randy Travis. Oh, you're sorry. all. Uh, 
yeah, I like Randy Travis. <laughs> I really don't know much about him at all. I like a little bit of his music, though. No, the music is great. The um, Three Wooden Crosses is a great jam. Um, he's got some, some you know, um, Digging Up Bones is one of my favorite songs. Uh, I'm just sitting alone, digging up bones. Man, <laughs> it's a good tune. No, I can't, I'm not going to knock you for Randy Travis. Like, I was, I was legitimately considering to like, pick up, like, I don't know. Uh, like Billy Ray Cyrus or something. Like <laughs> if you're like you're working on a trapped out version of Achy Breaky Heart. Oh right. Uh, no, so like I grew up in Ohio, and actually like where I the house I grew up in was on a like the corner plot of a cornfield, and across the street from where I lived was also a cornfield. So I grew up in the country. So there was a lot of country music. So anything from like, I mean, not anything, but a lot of stuff from like the late 80s and 90s as far as country goes, I'll dabble with it a little bit. Okay. Um, So what else? Okay. So we've gone over your music. Um, Now, what are you? I don't know. Are you following any of the conspiracies, or is that just like too out of your 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 wheelhouse right now? Um, I'm not really following them, but I always think that conspiracies are interesting. Um, I can. I mean, it's. Is that you talking, or is that? No, there's that's someone else. I'm I'm okay. walking through the the building. I'm mobile right now. It's pretty cool. Okay, no worries. Um. I really don't know a whole lot about the conspiracy theories, honestly. Um, what what have you heard? Okay, so this is this might upset some people, but there there's some some COVID Kobe uh dinks, right? Um, for example, um, if you take uh, COVID, throw it in the Google search bar, translate it to Hebrew, and then translate it back to English, it's Kobe. Um, the day, I believe, I don't know which newspaper it was, um, but like the day that they announced Kobe's uh, plane or his helicopter crashing uh, was the day they were announcing that, that well, kind of in the U.S., the outbreak of this uh, this virus in China. You can look that uh, look into that one. Um, there were there were just a bunch of different ones that were weird. Uh, there's a guy by the name of I want to say his name is Stiebel, Josh. Stiebel, if I could be uh, incorrect on, on that one, the last name is definitely Stiebel, but he was um, Kobe's, one of Kobe's money men who was also uh, linked up with um, a group called Lifeboat, which is a fo- uh, affiliated with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. He was on their board of directors. So there's, through this guy or through that guy, you know, there's just some weird things that tie into Kobe. The date of the memorial service was I, I thought kind of suspect because we all kind of knew we were on the cusp of, of like a disease outbreak and you're having a get together uh, with 20,000 people mourning, uh, mourning Kobe Bryant, but you know, no more, no more basketball season, but we're going to get 20,000 people from around the world um, to get into one big, huge uh, Petri dish to pay their final <laughs> respects when you've got a disease that is killing people in China. It just seemed to me like that was probably very, very poor planning, or was it? You know, like, um, you know, a lot of people have made mention that 
um, in some of the early questions uh, involving uh, Kobe Bryant saying, you know, like, well, he had a, a lawsuit going on with a, a, a big pharmaceutical company. That's true, but it was for like a fat burner. You know, oh, and a fat burner, a black mamba fat burner, right? Oh, and, yeah. And and nobody has taken out Kobe and eight other people over a fat burner. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, um, right. um, you know, like that's, there's, and it's just, it's all weird coincidences. Like really, like it's all, a lot of it is stuff that, you know, if you go through a, a, a million different numbers or a million different chances and opportunities, like some things are going to pop out, like whatever the random thing is, a couple of random things are going to pop out. And you're going to look at them and be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, well, that's kind of weird. Uh, just random coincidences. Anytime you deal with, you know, infinite numbers and, um, and a lot of letters, you're just going to have weird things that match up. Um, those have, those have been the one, uh, but the Kobe ones have been the ones that are like, I don't know, aren't necessarily the most interesting. Yeah. They're they're all coinkadinks, right? There's a lot of things that are coinkadinks and probably poor civic planning, but like, I don't know why anyone thought it was a a good idea to, to do the Kobe Memorial, uh, when we're on the cusp of a pandemic, we're talking about a lot. They weren't shutting down travel at that point. Like people were coming from all over the world and they were to continue uh, traveling to Los Angeles and Seattle and all of these different places. So it's not necessarily that you're looking at a lot of conspiracy, so to speak, as like there's misrepresented numbers. Um, People, people are dying of this, uh, of, of the, um, of the things that are related to uh, our, you know, COVID-19 is playing a part in in their death. That's a hundred percent true. Um, right. But a lot of it is people with underlying health issues. Um, it's, it's you know, people who have five or six things, you know, like already wrong. They have asthma. They have this. They have this. They're, you know, diabetic. It's a lot of issues um, that, that, that people have. But um, if you're talking about an 85-year-old man who is in terrible health and has five types of cancer, calling right. it a COVID-19 death is probably a little bit disingenuous. Right. Um, I don't know. There's, there's been all kinds of weird, weird reporting. Um, a lot of the information that has uh, come out uh, of Italy that, you know, when, when you kind of like extrapolate, you kind of look at that information, it paints a more full picture of what, what was happening. You see the, the lockdown in Italy, um, a lot of, a lot of that problem was, you know, a, a lot of the deaths there. There were older people. The air quality sucked. Um, there were people who were living in, in apartments with um, sharing air, you know, ducts and stuff. Like, it's it's a lot of it, the same thing you see in New York with people stacked on top of each other. You right. see buildings with, you know, 8,000 people that live in them, uh, and they're sharing the same air. If this thing is airborne, then, yeah, lots of people are going to get sick. Lots of people are touching those handrails. Lots of people are touching those buttons and then they're, then they're, you know, they're picking their nose and, right. you know, yeah, and it is what it is. Um, so, but that's, that's, you know, it all comes together, I guess. Um, so there was one thing I, I wanted to talk to you because of, of a meme that you posted. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where it gets a little bit tricky. So, Les Wexner, he is the owner of um, L Brands, all right? Um, he's the founder of L Brands and the chairman emeritus. This is the, the Wikipedia breakdown. 
Um, Wexner grew a business empire after starting the limited, a clothing retailer with a restricted section of profitable items, and later expanded his holdings to include Victoria's Secret, Abercrombie & Fitch, Express, uh, and Bath & Body Works. Um, he was also the employer of Jeffrey Epstein. In fact, like he supplemented his income, uh, gave him a bunch of work, um, and Epstein himself had very little experience in any of those fields. So, like, so the guy who's our attorney general right now, William Barr, his father was the dean of a, of a school, um, and he hired Jeffrey Epstein to be one of his teachers. Jeffrey Epstein was not a teacher, by the way. He had he didn't have a degree in teaching. Well, um, the fuck they, couldn't even do that legally. I don't. I I I don't know. I don't know. But when your kid grows up to be the attorney general, you were probably somebody as well. Um, so that's where it kind of it kind of ties into where all of this kind of comes back with with Epstein and a lot of the conspiracies regarding Epstein. Did he work for intelligence? Was he part of an intelligence agency? Was his job to procure people who are rich and powerful and uh, turn them into honeypots? or get them in bed with honeypots and then blackmail them? And then what did he do? Uh, you know, there's a lot of questions. A lot of questions without, without oh, yeah. you know, we, we can go into deep. <laughs> uh, allegedly. <laughs> um, I mean, come on now. Um, so He did not hang himself. Give me a fucking break. I ain't buying that for a second. So can I, can I throw uh, a little bit of uh, doubt your way? All right, just, just, <laughs> Okay, because the other side of conspiracy theories is that you've got to look at the evidence on the other side. Uh, if you're going to take the same, you know, so the doctor who said that it was impossible for him to have killed himself, right? Do you know who I'm talking about? He was a former New York City medical examiner. He was the guy that the family hired uh, uh-huh. to to do a secondary autopsy. He said it. Um, he'd never seen Epstein, or the way Epstein's neck broke. Um, you know, he'd never seen that in a suicide. He'd only seen it in a strangulation. It's a very specific way that it broke. Now, with that, um, that same guy was a defense witness for OJ. The same guy that said Epstein killed himself was a defense witness for Orenthal James uh Orenthal James Simpson in uh in the murder of uh of his wife Nicole Brown. So, so he's a little greasy. Well, it's also <laughs> paid for by Epstein's family, right? So, if Epstein's family can cast a shadow of a doubt that their brother hung himself, whatever insurance they had on him, they can okay. pay out. Cause, yeah, because insurance doesn't pay in suicide. I'm sure maybe it does in some cases, but if they can raise the doubt that Epstein killed himself. You know, there's money from lawsuits. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of ways this can roll. Um, but I mean, keep in mind that like any any information that you can present can be countered. You know, on and right. in any way you cut it. So this dude, um, this dude Wexman, look into him and look into the the mega group, which is a fun one. That is a a group of um, of uh, Israeli American, Jewish American businessmen that includes uh names like Spielberg and uh they support um a lot of a lot of nefarious stuff. You know, like they they get tied into a lot of stuff. They get tied into a lot of government stuff. Yeah. Yeah, look into that one. Look into the Wex uh, look at look at the mega group and their connection to Epstein. It's dark. 
control the bike. He was doing something illegal. He was doing a lot of stuff illegal. Like <laughs> the, he he had it. He had an, a whole island and then a ranch. He had a ranch in uh, in in New Mexico, the Zorro Ranch, um, that is surrounded like on all sides by 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 rich and powerful people. Right. Um, it's a really interesting place where a, probably a lot of illegal stuff was done. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's weird. It's a weird thing to look at because we know that there's, we know that there's something there and then we, but we also know, and it, it becomes blatant that there are like just two different types of justice. Like, like there's justice and there's not really justice. Right. And that's, that's really not really justice because when you look at the totality of of Epstein's situation, when you look at his uh, his so-called jail time in Florida, his so his little little conviction in Florida, um, where he was you know he was going uh, he was going back to his office rather than um, at, where he was doing the same shit he he got in trouble for, um, like he was going he was on work release. Oh, when he when all that happened. Well, he was on so he was on this was the first time he was arrested. Like Epstein had previously been arrested, charged and convicted back in like 2006, 2007. And he was on work release. Right. And he was still, he was uh, allegedly still banging out minors while he was uh, on work release, but they would let him, uh, they would free him to go to his office and, um, you know, and then he'd have to come back there, you know, when he was done with work. Yeah. But, because even then he had aligned himself with some really rich and powerful people. And, and he is alleged to have facilitated in, in some things that um, in blackmail uh, you're, you're looking at, um, well, a lot of it is blackmail. A lot of it is you look at the people who were on his flight logs. Um, you see, you see some names in there that have done some pretty shitty things. who um, have gone on to, uh, to, to be some suspected criminals themselves. I would say, you know, just just look through the list yourself, and, and you'll see all of the different names to include, like Kevin Spacey, uh, Bill Clinton, um, uh, not to ruin your ideas for anyone, but Chris Tucker was on one of his flights. It's been a, I have heard a little bit about that, and I heard that a lot of those people who were named were the first people to uh, get the coronavirus. <laughs> Or, or we're also wrapped up in it. You know, like, we, let's talk, I mean, we can talk about Bill Gates and his relationship to Jeffrey Epstein. In fact, Bill, uh, Bill Gates' chief science guy was listed as the uh, executor of, uh, of Jeffrey Epstein's will. Uh, Bill, Gates, Bill Gates was friends with Epstein after Epstein was convicted of, uh, of what he was convicted of. Um, the Huffington Post is why you got to be critical about all of the media. Like, you can talk about ABC uh, shutting down... Um, uh, the, the Jeffrey Epstein story back in like 2015, years and years and years ago, ABC was going to run with this, but they shut it down because uh, it was, I believe it was 20, 2015. Yeah. Um, because they were coming into the presidential election and because there, you have names like Clinton wrapped up in Jeffrey Epstein. The last thing that you needed during the presidential election was Jeffrey Epstein to become a big conversational point. Right. Um, because he was tied in with the Clinton Foundation, he was he was tied in with the Gates, he was tied in with all of these people. So ABC um, 
had a lot to lose. The, the, um, one of their uh, news directors, a guy by the name of George Stephanopoulos, he was, I believe, Clinton's press secretary. It's just yeah. crazy to me how all of these people are connected, and no one gives a fuck that they're out here doing crazy shit, but, like, then just regular citizens are getting arrested for, like, having some weed. You know, I don't know. It just seems really fucking backwards. Yeah, it's um the the crazy thing is is you can you can make films like uh like The Hunt or was it The Skulls, you know, which is loosely based on the skull and bones uh society. Like you can make these movies and you can fictionalize what we know to be in front of us, like eyes wide shut. We all know that shit exists. Um but it exists for different people. Now if um you know, like if you're if you're extremely rich, you can go off and you can do your crazy shit at Epstein Island. Um, if you're poor, you can kidnap chicks. Right. You know, like um, you end, when you're poor, you end up with that dude in Cleveland, uh, like that dude in Cleveland that had three chicks uh, tied up in his basement forever. In his basement, yeah, getting them um, pregnant and then beating the shit out of them so they lose their babies. I remember that. That was crazy. However, if you are a billionaire, well, that's just Saturday night and you wear a tuxedo. Uh, right. Yeah. You're, you know, like, yeah, Google Alex Jones adrenochrome and enjoy the videos. Whatever pops up. It's it's dark. It's it's ugly. Um, what is it? But adrenochrome. And then look at, then look up Google and adrenochrome. It's it's trippy. So are you familiar with adrenochrome? Um. Okay, I've heard a little bit about this, and it actually really, really reminds me of that musical, um, that Repo Man, the genetic opera, because they're like, it's. I mean, that's what it reminds me of. You're like, you're, you're, you're taking. Uh, I don't know the idea of it. It sounds like you're taking like the adrenaline from like from someone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, essentially it's like a uh, it's a chemical that the body produces when adrenaline spikes, and apparently it's uh, best and uh, like fresh out of the young, and so they'll terrify babies and sacrifice them allegedly. Um, and so that's where a lot of the stuff gets tied up into PizzaGate and sacri- allegedly sacrifices on Epstein Island. Um, and, and a lot of stuff that allegedly happened in a lot of alleged basements. Uh, not necessarily even a lot of uh, alleged basements, but just that it happened, that this sort of thing has happened and it continues to happen. Um, you then, think that that is, is a real thing that can be, um, like, taken from people? I think that it's not. Um then there is a lot of speculation for nothing. Um, I think that it's weird that um, Google's operating system and their um, their web browser are Adreno and Chrome. Um, I it's weird that um, your girl, uh, what is her name, uh, Lady Gaga, who's, who's tight with. Um, 
Mariana Abramovich is doing an album called Chromatic. Um, I think that there's a lot of things. There are a lot of references to it in media for it to like to not be real. But then again, you know, like you you can say what you want about Sasquatch. Like there's a lot of evidence one way or the other. Um, right. You know, I. But I, I would be remiss and I would be foolish if I if I wanted to believe um, I lived in a world where Bigfoot could exist, but Adrenochrome and my child sacrifice couldn't. Like I just right. couldn't. Um, and it's kind of like a weird, I can't have one without the other. Right. Um, like, like I need my Bigfoot, but I also need like the evils. I, like I need unknown mystery. I need Loch Ness monster. I need, Sass, <laughs> you know, I like, right. I need, you know, Yeti stuff like that. I, I need that to, to balance out like the dark evil shit. You I know, mean, like for, it, it, it doesn't sound that far off that it could be real. It really doesn't. I, um, I have friends and people I know that wholeheartedly believe that uh, every celebrity that you saw get sick got sick because they got a bad batch of adrenochrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you have other celebrities who aren't necessarily you know brilliant. I don't know. They're they're, they're doing better than me, but saying that uh, you know celebrities that are who are getting sick are faking it. Um, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. You get, you get suspicious, um, at the randomness of all of it, right? Um, people that got sick, people that were diagnosed that came down as positive for COVID-19. Um, I, a lot of really, really regular people got sick. And so like the, the, the Q folks that were expecting everyone to get arrested on Good Friday or Easter, um, yeah, they were all they were all sorely let down. Um, so, so I don't think I don't think that a lot of the people that got wrapped up in in you know these, their adrenochrome users are like really doing that shit. I think there a lot of a lot of folks do like fake occult shit, but a lot of folks do real occult shit. That I guess that. Yeah, it does. It's, it's like I mean, it's a lot to think about. Okay, so I have friends in my life who are are absolutely positively up and down Christians, right? They are, you know, I got a friend that is a um, that a youth is a youth minister, right? So like the God, uh, God and Jesus in the Bible, they're all very, very real to him. Um, and you can tell when someone is faking it one way or the other, whether it's a celebrity who's trying to like fake be into some satanic shit. They always get popped off, and like they they always end up in some negative shit. Like it it always ends poorly for them. Um, whether it was uh, XXX uh, Sensacion, um, I always butcher his name. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You yeah. know, rocking rocking the Team Satan hat, or whether it's Juice World nine nine nine, you know, selling his soul on an Instagram video, uh, right. dancing around uh, a pentagram. It's very real. Uh, like the ener- positive energy and negative energy, what you put out, what you receive, that's all very real. Um, whether or not that's that's the hand of Satan, um, if you do things that you know you are not supposed to be doing, um, you gotta you gotta kind of roll with with whatever comes your way, right? Like you got to deal with it, right? Um, and so it kind of goes, right? Like 
if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not taking care of the things that you need to take care of. If you got if you had the same check engine light on your car going off for a year, you need to get the fucker fixed because what's wrong with it at first isn't what's wrong with it now. Right. <laughs> right. I say that I got to get my car in to get checked out because I've had the same <laughs> light on for over a year. I'm not better than anyone else. Uh, <laughs> so then, do you think? that Jeffrey Epstein is at all related to the Corey Feldman situation? Um, no, I don't, not specifically. I'm sure that if you like go back enough rabbit holes and go down deep enough, uh, you'll, you'll find stuff. You'll find people who are attached to people or behavior that it's attached to behavior. So Corey Feldman, when he came out and um, like, he didn't, my understanding is he didn't say the name of anyone who hasn't been in trouble for it already. Like one of the guys that whose names he mentioned, I guess, and I, I'm not at a computer looking this up, was um, uh, he had something called the Lollipop Club, which was kind of like a like a nightclub for like the young and rich, like 12 year olds that oh. are rich. Okay. You know, for like a nightclub where they could, you know, like a grown up will smuggle them and uh, you, you get to drink some martinis with, you know, whoever your favorite teeny bopper is. Uh. But yeah, so like he created that thing, right? And that, uh, you know, kind of sounds like a creeper thing to do, just saying. They created that? Uh, the, I guess that was one of, um, and I, I could be butchering up a lot of things, but look up the Lollipop Club and, and you'll see like teen, teen icons from like the 80s showing up. Jeffrey Epstein was more of a 90s, 2000s guy. Um, you'll see him him attached with... Um, the Victoria's Secret stuff. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's that, that's out there. A lot of stuff that's really, really interesting um, to mention because um, there are a lot of like sex work is a really lo- it's a really loose term, and there's a lot of people that make a lot of money off of sex uh, sex work. And as long as it's consenting adults, who gives a shit? Right. Um, you know, but but a lot of it is also um, the trafficking in people. Like, it's moving. Right. It's 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 on, you know, it's where, like, the, the story of the last Rambo has some truth to it. It's, like, it's why Taken resonated with so many people, because that is a, that's, that is a truth. That is a reality in a lot of places in the world. But right. nothing is really ever done about it. Um, right. you, you, you don't hear of these, you know, these gigantic rings that involve billionaires being um, tackled and, and taken down. Shit, I mean, like, Jeffrey Epstein very likely had incriminating video of um of Prince Andrew with with kids for the reason of blackmail and but but you know like Prince Andrew's still chilling. Right. He's still he's, he's still, still Prince alive. Andrew. He's still alive. He's still chilling he's hiding somewhere in a palace by like seventy uh, surrounded by like seventy five thousand guards. Um you know they had they had to kick out uh, Prince Harry and his wife so he could get the security back for old buddy boy. <laughs> That's an interesting one, by the way. Um, so Meghan Markle, um, Prince Harry's wife, before she met Prince Harry, and this is all stuff you can look up, uh, she was going to see an astrologer. We talked earlier about uh, people believing what um, what they believe and how uh, strongly held beliefs. Um she was going to see like an uh, like an astrologer to tell your fortune, a fortune teller, her own part, like a person that she went to see for good advice. 
And it's all shit you can look at. It's in People Magazine, which is, of course, the hot sheet. Like, that's where you go for your facts. Um, <laughs> you get the best information there. You get recipes, stars, they're just like us. Um, but, yeah, so Meghan Markle went to see this astrologer. He said, uh, this fortune teller, he said, you know, like, your future is in, um, is in the U.K., so my first question is, like, how many dudes with, like, quasi-English accents got, like, some strange <laughs> before she found Prince Harry? Like, oh, maybe she meant Australian. Maybe she meant Austrian. I don't know. She's trying to have a good time before she, she got locked down. Yeah, before she became somebody's princess, only to not become a princess anymore. Is she not considered a princess anymore? I don't think so. I think, like, they live in L.A. now. Um, Where do they live? They live in L.A. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they they left England. They went to Canada. Now they live in L.A. I knew that they had moved out, but I didn't know that they came here. Um, no, no, they came. They're, they're living in the U.S. now. That's kind of crazy. In some weird tax bracket that doesn't exist. Of course. Yeah. It's it's such a strange thing because um, you you're going to have a, a royal celebrity, but she she wasn't a woman who was known as an actress before she left. But she'll come back and she'll what is will be a force in Hollywood. Like what does that work? What does that mean? I don't. We live in such a confusing world. It is weird. It's, it's weird. It's it's half the time it doesn't make any sense. Um, we. Our president used to be on a reality show, and Prince Harry's wife used to carry a briefcase in uh, in that pick the briefcase show. Oh, really? Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. And that's the world we live in now. It is the world we live in. Which, which... Which brings us right back to Like a Pro. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, all right, Trophy, thank you so much for your time. If there's anything you'd like to plug, please, right now, take this time. Yeah, of course. So I have music on all the digital platforms. Anywhere that you listen to music, just, you can search Fat Trophy Wife. You'll be able to find me super easy. I have videos on YouTube. Um and of course, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those things. You can find me at Fat Trophy Wife, as well as FatTrophyWife.com. All right. Oh, shit. FatTrophyWife.com. Yeah. I need to update it. It's a little outdated, but. It's, it's okay. I'm the same way with uh, AlaskaHipHop.com. But it's like <laughs> we're kind of at a stalemate. Um, it's true. Um, uh, except for Jay Reader, by the way, Jay Reader, who is, um, <laughs> really, he's the, I think he's the only person this, this is not affecting. He's in fact, there, there are folks who have like, who've turned this into something and he's, he's doing his thing. Bless his heart. Bless, bless, bless Jay Reader. Right. Uh, it's, it's awesome to see people doing their thing and not letting anything stop them. I wish I, I, I could take some, take some of that for sure. I'll tell you what, I owe him a podcast, and so I'm going to talk to him real soon. And so I will get, I will talk to him about grinding through the anxiety. Oh, yeah, you should. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> All right. All right, Miss Trophy Bride. Yeah, great. I appreciate you having me again. I appreciate you coming on and talking about a bunch of weird shit. <laughs>
I always All right. have time for some weird for some weird shit. All right, Trope. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks. You too, man. Bye. Bye bye.